Hello, Laura. <laughs> I can't. I got to do it. <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> Great. Great. Good start. Oh, Stumble at the me. starting line. <sighs> Hello, lore heads, and welcome to the league. Ex- oh my God! What was my intro? <laughs> Exploring. I'm sorry. It's from- pregnancy brain. I legit like keep forgetting my phone number halfway through telling it really? to people when they ask me right now. Okay. <laughs> Hello, lore heads, and welcome to the league. Ex- Exper- oh my god what is the intro exploring, exploring? exploring? it's exploring like on the tip of your tongue what the fuck is wrong with me right now why do i keep wanting to say experiencing the lore you can do that one too and we'll see if anyone yeah. notices switch it up oh my god okay and i'm mark <laughs> Heads and welcome to the league, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca, and I'm John. My name is Mark, and I just want to compliment you on getting it right on your first try. So it's a tough it. intro, but you nailed it. My brain is expanding to make room for baby information. It's science. The baby comes out of your head. Yeah, no, I can see God, it popping out of the ear. <laughs> Anyway, today we're talking about the Wu Ju Bladesman Master Yi, who was released February twenty first, two thousand and nine. Yeah, he's a uh, he's an old bladesman. Yeah, <laughs> except not in the lore, which is nice. <laughs> well, not in his well. new lore. Uh, I, was, yeah. I was thinking that. I was like, I'm willing to bet in like his old lore, he was like four hundred years old or something like that. You'd be partially Lobo. right. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Yeah, I think- was he one of the original, original like OG group? I don't remember the. I didn't catch. Was it January? You said two thousand. I think so. I mean, he's February. in the he he's in been. the very very first trailer. So oh, yeah. I just kind of assumed that everyone in that one was part of the OG yeah. OG. I would believe hmm. it. Why is he still so dumb looking? Is it just me? Uh, no, no, he's very dumb looking. Okay. In fact, what are you gonna do? There are right? several characters with in-game quotes talking about how dumb he looks, including one from Master Yi using a different skin if he encounters base skin master Yi that he talks about how dumb he looks so yeah he looks dumb (laughs) you know what at least Riot's like very aware of it even in the stories they're kind of aware of it yeah they do make fun of his helmet in the stories yeah which I'm glad they acknowledge because I read his bio and I'm like okay but why does he have seven eyes I didn't understand that (laughs) by the way we have a very special guest with us today on this episode we have a uh, Madarta tier patron, Tiv, which you might not recognize from my Madarta tier uh, callouts because <laughs> he also goes by D Smurfs. But uh, <laughs> Tiv, uh, would you care to introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Tiv. I'm just uh, excited to be able to guys uh, be able to join you guys for an episode. <clears throat> Yay. We're, we're excited yeah, to have definitely. you. Yeah. So the the very first thing, the the rite of passage. What uh? Get, give us your best Master Yi impression. <laughs> oh boy, let me. Okay, he has a very raspy voice. He does. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like old master type. Uh, he's a smoker, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. Let's see. Doubt is the greatest enemy. 
Oh shit, that was pretty good. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. I I went through yeah. a lot of his quotes, um, not a lot of them, like ten. <clears throat> and I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna do an imitation of my favorite one. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Observe. That's it, man. <laughs> Great. Great. They were all so generic. <laughs> mm. They're pretty generic. It's, yeah. Well, let's go with the classic. Wuju style. Oh, nice. Would you pass me that potion? Oh, that's pretty good. I didn't see that. I would have done that, but I knew Uh, you were going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't want to take that from him. (laughs) It was either that one or the goggles one. (laughs) What's the goggles one? The goggles? Just for reading. What? (laughs) (laughs) He's nearsighted. He's the goggles goggles for reading. Does he have like seven different... story. It's you've heard of bifocals. These are septfocals. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin ain't got nothing on Doran. <laughs> uh, so what made you want to uh, do Master Yi? Not do him, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I do Master Yi. No, but uh, <laughs> um. I was okay, so I was looking down the list of what was taken and what wasn't, and um, I definitely didn't want to do a Mordekaiser impression, <laughs> but I wanted something that was soon, so I just picked Master Yi. I also like play, playing Yi. I like uh, uh-huh. watching Calcep complain about dying in Alpha Strike all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you're one of those, That's those filthy Master Yi players <laughs> I've heard about so much. <laughs> I also complain about Master Yi a lot. Sure. It was hard not to have that bias when I was reading his lore. I just wanted to like passionately hate him, especially when they described him alpha striking. I'm like, yeah, oh, you fuck like, it. Oh my god, that fucking what guy. You press one button, <laughs> pentakill, you know. They even described it, it that funny. way, and they're like, oh, he's just dashing from target to target, and they're all gone now. Like, yeah, I know, I fucking hate it. <laughs> None of those spirits had CC. It's not their fault. <laughs> all right, well, on the universe page... Master Yi just has a bio and a short story. There is another short story that's much longer on the universe page. Short story, but it's not actually linked to him at all. Right, and it's not one of those like it has to do with two champions. No, no, it's linked to them instead. It is just a Master Yi story. Yeah, it's just not linked. Yeah, yeah. But that one's called Poetry with a Blade. Yeah, I read it. Me too. Oh, nice. (laughs) Well, John, you read all the lore. I'm usually slacking. That's true. I'm proud of you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for your service. <laughs> bless your heart. Right. So he wants to take us through the bio today by uh, Michael Luo. <sighs> All right. I'll go through the bio. We ready? Rum ready. Mm-hmm. Rum ready? Rum ready. <laughs> All right. Uh, Yi was a normal little boy in Ionia. Uh, from Barl? Barl? Yeah, sounds right. Sure. To be yeah. more specific. And the village of Wuju, to be even more specific. <laughs> His parents were swordsmiths, and so he always planned to become a swordsman himself. And when the time came, he trained with the Wuju masters and was super good at sword stuff, very quickly becoming known as Young Master Yi. He wanted to explore more of Ionia, but the Wuju masters believed that the sword work was meant for just the village and never bloodshed. Which, like, how boring. Right? Choose a different weapon, then. <laughs> there there are stabs that. if you don't want to shed blood. Why I, choose a weapon? Why choose a sword? <laughs> <laughs> so, Yi finally left when he saw the Noxian invasion happening. 
He joined the fight and got many pentakills, impressing everybody. Noxus saw him as a threat and decided to wipe out the rest of the Wuju swordsmen using chemical fire. So when the war was over and Yi returned, everyone was dead, and he was now the actual only master of Wuju left. He was alone for a while, guilty and whatever, uh, until a Vestayan monkey man found him. Actually, what I really liked is they're like they said they called him a monkey-like man, and I'm like he's literally he's a monkey. A monkey. <laughs> A, a monkey-esque form. Monkey. <laughs> right. Yeah, I wonder who this is. Uh, his name's Kong. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this Vestayan monkey man wanted to be trained, uh, had a lot of fights with Yi, who eventually agreed to teach Kong the Wuju ways. Kong changed his name to Wukong. I don't know why Yi never changed his name to Wu Yi. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> but okay and that's sort of where Master Yi is left with story wise he's with Wukong and they're traveling together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah I think you actually, got it all I'm surprised that Noxus did not just use chemical weapons like on the battlefield when <laughs> Master Yi was in the middle of destroying all their troops because they've already shown that they have no problem at all just murking their own troops with <laughs> chemical weapons <laughs> they think they'll be able to kill other people too Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, who knows, right? Like, obviously, the first time he shows up, it's kind of like, oh, wait, we didn't expect that shit to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's got other disciples with him. Maybe it's just like they're 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 really fast. To be fair, maybe it's just you can't even lock them down with a with the old singed goo or whatever. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ye old <Yeah>. singed goo. <laughs> yeah. How we feel about this bio? I'd say it was like pretty much what you'd expect from a swordsman from Ionia. I don't understand why like all the villages in Ionia seem pretty similar that they all kind of keep to themselves. They don't seem to have like Ionian pride. They have like pride for their small yeah. area. I could I can almost kind of see that because if it I mean that's something that they're kind of grappling with in the more like current Ionia is the fact that I think they've always been kind of like that and now all mm-hmm. of a sudden they're dealing with something that's kind of so big of a threat that's like how do you know we kind of have to be sort of be forced into becoming more of a, a singular ionian entity right I, i'm fine with that almost as like a oh, being yeah. an aspect of ionian culture that maybe is is going to be lost right mm-hmm. as things go forward but That's it is very like you said an ionian swordsman he's the og it's not yeah. his fault yeah okay? it's true <laughs> that's probably one of the reasons like other than a lot of the latent magic which i don't even feel like Noxus probably cares about that much. Like, I feel like they're the fact that they are also insular is probably one of the big reasons why Noxus is so interested in them because they know that they can just go like settlement by settlement and not have to <laughs> deal with a lot of resistance because they're just not they're just not banding together like you'd expect. Yeah, it's wild though how many times we come across someone who is like they're from Ionia, this little village. The war happened, and they're told to not go fight. Yeah. <laughs> Every mm. single village in Ionia was like, just turn away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I mean, we talked about it with Ionia, too, is that, like, it It seems like for a time, I, the land itself, right, could rebuff invaders and attackers. So it's like, we don't really need to commit to, to action, because, you know... Ionia's got this shit, um, but Ionia did not have this shit. It, yeah. was, not, it was not okay. Ionia was used um, to fighting against, like, people, not chemicals. Sure. When, when old yeah. Ivern was attacking, 
they didn't have chemicals back in their day. Also, Ionia did a pretty bad job of defending against that. Too, I was going to say, <laughs> he did cut down the god willow. So, you know. They, have, they have way record. too much faith in Ionia. Come on, people. <laughs> you can interrupt us at any time, Tim, by the oh. way. We have a way of getting no, the we ball. just ramble. <laughs> yeah, we oh, just ramble. I had some good questions about his bio. Um, I thought it was really... Okay, this one is not really a question, but I think it's really <laughs> unique the way Riot did their version of Wukong. He, like, making oh, the yeah. Wuju style mm-hmm. and Kong and just putting those two together <laughs> instead of just releasing him as... Wukong on his own, like every other yeah. game. <laughs> um, I mean, he may have been released as just Wukong on his own in the original <laughs> release, or was he released as Master Yi's apprentice? I think I don't he remember. was actually always Master Yi's apprentice, if oh. I'm remembering correctly. Okay. I'd have to double then. check on that. Yeah. But I do know he was, I mean, internally, he was the Monkey King for, <laughs> yeah. for, for the forever. Mm-hmm. Um, another question. A line from the bio says, All of Wuju Village slain in spirit if not in body meaning were there survivors or does that mean something else are they just people they're just sitting doing nothing (laughs) i was curious if that was just referring to like master yi as in like he's the only one left of body and and his spirit's gone so like yeah he was kind of the, the the only one who's yeah isn't the line that like he's the last casualty of of the Wu of Wuju? Like not mm. not in body but in spirit. I could be wrong. I don't have it in front of me, I, so I don't know. I could also have it wrong, possibly. <laughs> but um I mean, I think to your point, like, yeah, they're all they're all fucking dead. And we see yeah. that in the short story. There ain't nobody chilling in in Wuju <laughs> village right now. You know? But um something about that though is that it talks about how so he goes out, right, and he is so good at fighting that, you know, tales spread, right? And other Wuju disciples come and join him and fight with him. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, he's the only survivor who made it back from the war. So everyone else who came to fight with him died. Yeah, not even as a part of that chemical they attack, die. right? Yeah, I'm curious how that happened. They're just not as good as Yi. I would say yeah. I, I kind of prefer the idea that he was literally the only one who went. Because I find that more interesting that, you know, I don't know. He, he was the one who betrayed the Wuju ways and... And that led to all of them except for him being killed, with Noxus mm-hmm. not understanding that none of them would have left Wuju to fight Noxus. I could I could kinda see it actually before I because my my initial read through, I actually completely missed that other people joined him. I forgot. And too. I was very <laughs> confused. I was like, I understand that like Noxus has uh, a lot of war masons, but like Wuju doesn't seem to like let in outsiders Mm -hmm. so like it's not like a war mason's gonna like integrate into their society like they're used to doing like in Piltover and places like that they would have to like one see this see this person and then know like ah okay they must be from that village of people who have never left the village and we would therefore have no reason (laughs) to even know they exist like it would have taken like level 10 spy craft to figure out where the fuck that dude came from. It was LeBlanc. Yeah, but I think having the other people join him and probably much more willing to be like, yeah, we're from Wooju! Wooju! (laughs) (laughs) I love just a bunch of frat boys following him along. I was going to say, are they a fraternity? (laughs) I'm going to bring her back to Wooju, man. (laughs) No, dude, no. (laughs) 
That's great. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you, Rebecca. I think that's something that you see more in maybe the old lore. I think mm-hmm. maybe that's changed because they want to get him away from being like super full of vengeance and and like super guilty. I guess he's full mm-hmm. of like grief, but and a bit and like some survivor's guilt. But I think they don't want him to be like. Because a lot of that's another thing I find with a lot of Ionians is that because their villages have all gotten fucking destroyed, <laughs> they're all tend to be full of like vengeance or like ooh, there's this one survivor who's off on like this path of you know grief or whatever. Yeah, so. I mean, I I didn't really get from him that he's full of vengeance, really. Um, no, regardless he of used what to happened be in his old lore is, is okay. kind of what, what I mean. Yeah, I like that they've gotten away from that. I like that he's just he's upset, but he's not about to like. <laughs> Take a, take a sailboat to Noxus and see what he can do, you know? He's just <laughs> fighting sailboat. injustice. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for them to come back because he knows that they will. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess I, I like, you know, kind of talking about Wukong. I like, it's like a good jumping off point. Like, okay, he and Wukong are out on adventures and they're riding wrongs, right? It's like they're a little buddy, little duo, little buddy cop <laughs> just out in, in Ionia. And it's like, that's a good point for stories to happen. Yeah. Like from there, you know? Yeah, we didn't get any, so. but it would be a great point for them. <laughs> well, we kind of have we one. one. Yeah, the, not not obviously not linked oh, on these page. Oh, it's a Wukong page. story. Oh, okay. I didn't read Wukong yeah. stories. Yeah, there's a they Wukong story called they might Fast as well. and Dumb mm. that is a uh, Fast and Dumb. That. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, is yeah. it my biography? <laughs> no, that would be slow and dumb. My bad. <laughs> right. I didn't want to say it because I was going to say that's me, Sorry. but yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just want to say that intro thing has never happened to me before. <laughs> it happens to everybody, okay? It's not a big deal. What other questions do you have for the, uh, the bio, Tiff? <sighs> uh, I, don't, I don't really know. What, what was Wukong doing in, in that area at the same time as you you know like was he just a traveler <laughs> that's probably in his, in his bio, bio. yeah yeah he i just, didn't read that i didn't Mm-mm. read either he basically just came to to learn from the wuju swordsman oh and, and then like, there was just one left and then, and then he was just the only dude left <laughs> okay uh, okay that's that fine makes sense. Yeah. sure what kind of sparring did you go through to become so like strong fast or is well we'll see some of that in the uh the long ass story <laughs> that's true <laughs> so it'll be a nice surprise for everybody when we get there i guess <laughs> it has to do with spirits mm. actual spirits that's... not alcohol oh <laughs> uh, hmm? i mean you're not wrong I mean, uh, but yeah that's all i uh that's all my thoughts <laughs> all right all right so yeah. we'll move on to uh, Homecoming then. His other short, his actual short story, not his long short story, <laughs> uh, also by Michael Luo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I, do I want to do this? Or Triv, you said you had notes? Do you want to? Or Tiv? Sorry. Um, I'll, uh, I'll let you do this one. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, so, so Yi is going back to his hometown. He's going back to Wuju. Uh, he runs into, and, and this is long after stuff has happened. He actually, it starts out and he kind of notices he's got a few gray hairs. So he's getting a little old, um, <laughs> but he's not a thousand billion years old. Uh, but he runs into a, a shepherd, a, a old woman who's kind of herding. They're called Takin, Takin. Mm-hmm. There's some sort of pack animal that you herd. Uh, and one of them's been caught up in these vines and he, 
He helps free the animal. It kind of comes up that, you know, because of whatever happened in Wuju has kind of, it's injured the land on like a spiritual level so that now the land is like hostile and will try and aggressively like catch these things and get sustenance from them, which obviously Ionia doesn't normally do. (laughs) Um, And she also kind of references that mountain, like where Wuju was as like being cursed. Uh, But Yi, Yi helps out. He frees the Takin. He heads off. Uh, he gets to the ruins of his village, and there is a it's it's all fucked up, like you would imagine. And there is a cemetery, and he goes to each grave, and he gives like he prays, you know, kind of gives his honors to each one, like every single one. And he leaves three until he gets to them, and that's uh, Master Doran, uh, who he kind of like oh he, he gives a little offering to. And it's like Wukong couldn't come, but he likes the staff. Uh, he also likes to make fun of my helmet that you made for me. Thank you. Uh, and then the other two, <laughs> which are his his parents, and he just kind of gives, uh, pays his respects there as well. And then he starts to meditate. He kind of blinks into the spirit realm, and he can see that. Uh, so those same vines that caught the the Takin are are all over this the ruins of this village, and the spirits are all kind of wrapped up in the vines. They're caught in the same way. Like the land is also getting spiritual sustenance by like trapping these spirits. And you know he he alpha strikes and clears all the vines and all the spirits are they're free they're they're happy they're they're living it up they're no longer trapped uh, and then he kind of pulls out this little notepad that he's kind of keeping and and he's been marking off like how many days in between like does he have to keep doing this and it's been getting less and less time so it was like sixty days fifty one forty seven down to thirty days in between needing to clear this out and he kind of is like he knows that eventually at some point he will need to burn this place down to kind of get rid of it fully but not yet. And that's that's kind of where it ends. Does he uh, need like spirit fire for that? Because the place has already been burnt down. <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe I'm sure it's like not just ac- not just like a case of like kerosene and light a match, but you probably got to do <laughs> something. Get some Molotov. <laughs> <and> just... <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We, we finally learn what the fucking helmet is for. In the first oh, sure. canonical oh, yeah. <laughs> thing, ever, like time he uses it ever, his helmet sees into at least the spirit realm. It's got seven lenses, mm-hmm. so I feel like we can probably assume that each lens might do something different, but at the very least, his helmet lets him see into the spirit realm. All right, so yeah. let's take a stab at it. What are some of the other things the lenses do? Um, it's an X-ray um, vision one, maybe. If we, X-ray. If we take the his old cinematic, the blooper reel into account, at least one of them is uh, an amplification, like a zoom. Okay, lens. a zoomy one <clears throat> that makes sense. Maybe a okay, thermal sure. one. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something else, but <laughs> thermal. Yeah, I was gonna say they look into the AUs, like ones like a KDA oh, lens. Yeah. Everything looks Mark. okay popped out. No other idea is good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have anything. But I love that idea that he's just like watching High Noon. <laughs> it's like this is awesome. <laughs> oh shit! I thought I had problems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I um I, I kind of liked this one. I mm-hmm. it's a pretty short story, but I like the like kind of clear little metaphor that's running here around like you know he's got this grief that he kind of tends to and eventually will have to let go of one day, but. It's not like really an action piece or anything like that. It's like it's a ni- neat way of taking that idea and like bringing it into the the world, right? In a literal way. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, and kind of see what they're doing here, you know. Yeah. Um I'm interested in I'm like interested in the corruption in the land. I feel like this is mm-hmm. the first time we've seen a corruption like this. 
It's not the first time we've seen chemical weapons used in Ionia, but this seems to be the first time there's been a corruption that is getting progressively worse over time, despite being cleansed repeatedly. Um, so I, I, I'm interested in the in the mechanics here. I don't think we'll yeah. ever learn anything more about it, but like, <laughs> but I'm interested. I mean, he's he's never going to burn that place down, right? But <laughs> but uh. Yeah, it's we've talked about this before, but the idea of what made Noxus so either like effective or just different is the fact that they they wage war in like against like the spirit of the land, you know, which is a really brutal but kind of cool idea, and we see it kind of the evidence of that here. It's an, it's interesting, like the the fact, that, like I was saying, that it will those vines will try and catch things, I guess, and you know, I guess let them die and then take the sustenance from them because it can't sustain itself, whereas normally it could have. Um, yeah, it's nice to see some of the after effects, and if we if we get more Ionia stories, I would like them to do more of this and see more of the kind of scars of the Noxian yeah. invasion. Yeah, I'd be interested to see because Noxus they've been hinting that they're going to invade Ionia again for so long, and I don't think Noxus has any idea that they're corrupting the land in this way, right? So, what would a second invasion do, and would that corruption start to affect them? Sure. Yeah, you know, I, suddenly I they're not just fighting Ionians; they're fighting the corruption of the land that they created. The, the, yeah, the monster they've created. Yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> and even more importantly, <sighs> does Riot know? No, they don't. That there are other <laughs> fruit out there other than peaches. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that, like he couldn't yeah. like apples. Uh, no, I guess it's a Wukong thing, though, isn't it? Isn't that a Wukong thing? Peaches. But it was. Wasn't it Doran's favorite fruit? No, it was Wukong's, it was Wukong's favorite, favorite fruit. Favorite thing. Oh, I thought. So I think Wukong. they're taking yeah. that from the. It was they're taking that from the original. Yeah, you know, listen. Story. Uh, that's why I was. That's what I was wondering. Like you were saying, is that from the original, like Journey to the West thing? Yeah, I don't I'm know. Pretty, I'm pretty sure. That sounds. Uh, that sounds feasible. Yeah. So Kaisa should have a different favorite fruit. Yeah. Why are peaches <laughs> and Shurima anyway? <laughs> Shouldn't it have been like I don't know what grows in deserts? I was gonna see if I you don't could know pull what. something. <laughs> I almost said a coconut, and I was like, no. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, hun. When you said desert fruit, literally, I also thought of coconut. Okay, all right. I think maybe it's like the oasis It's hot. There's a... Yeah. (laughs) Sure, sure. Okay, so it just popped out of the ground, and the first thing she saw, she ate, and she loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This isn't void creatures. This is delicious. (laughs) One day, she finally eats another fruit, and she's like, God, I don't even like peaches. This is way better. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. It's it's interesting to see Doran kind of mentioned here. I think Mm, it's interesting mm -hmm. when you look at the long story, because Doran has a big part to play in in that. So to see him, like, it's a nice little, like, almost um, like a teaser of, like, hey, we're going to... Like, hey, there's a little hint of Doran. It's also <laughs> nice to see, like, you know, I always love when Dor- like Doran being an actual character in lore because you know Doran's items, right? Like, that's League of Legends is fucking Doran's <laughs> blank. That's League of Legends, baby. <laughs> that's League, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is one line that I thought was a little silly. Um, so he he sees the shepherd and she's like, "Oh, what are you even training for? The war is over." Um, and it's like he he does not turn back, and then internally he's like. Not for me. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, eh. Yeah. I was just like he doesn't turn back. <laughs> I know. Uh, I wasn't in love with the very opening of this. It didn't really do much. But you know, but the the other parts when he's actually in the village and he's praying so much that he starts to lose his voice as he's <laughs> talking out loud. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's a, a neat. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you get something of a personality here. I wouldn't say Master Yi has, like, a really strong personality from everything, even the longer short story. But it is a little bit something more. He's not as, like, I feel like Lee Sin was really generic. And I feel like I get a little bit more feeling from Master Yi. Yeah. Sure. If nothing else, he's got, I mean, he's just got more, right? So it's like, yeah, eh, it's not true. the most... But it's something, and, it, mm-hmm. and it's like I said earlier. He is—he's the OG Ionian. Mm-hmm. My village was fucked up, swordsman, right? He's—he's <laughs> he's kind of like, he's yeah. Good. You can't blame him for, for kind of being a little generic in that way, almost. Yeah, you get more of an old man wise vibe from him here, which I like. He, because I—I would have assumed that mastery would have been like the youthful, rebellious swordsman kind of thing, but no, he's like the wizened master yeah he had that phase in his <laughs> yeah. life yeah <laughs> those were his college years he's past that now the fraternity the is frat disbanded <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, i love this idea of him like he's like someone who graduated like 10 years ago but still hangs out at the frat house like oh you know <laughs> i'm a delta kappa from way back you know i'm a legacy <laughs> that's one of the lenses by the way it's his beer goggles, <laughs> beer goggles. <laughs> yes i love it <laughs> so what'd you think yeah. of this one tiv i don't honestly i didn't have any thoughts on it i read through it and uh, <laughs> i mean it all made sense and it was i like the story it's a good story yeah it's really short, short. yeah yeah there's mm-hmm. not a lot going on really i get it sure but yeah it gave me that whole like perspective on ye you know the the old wise man <laughs> full of regrets <laughs> <laughs> Are we all? Yeah, I if know. only I could have gone pro. Talking I could have been a contender. <laughs> this is back to he just smokes a bunch of cigarettes. Would uh, you style, honey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if I got more ye lore, I'd like a story um, showing him in this transitionary, going from being a student to being a master, mm-hmm. right? Almost like rise in that way, where it's like yeah. he's had he's learning to like I have to learn to teach people and mentor somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is inter- it's something people go through. That's that's becoming an adult, man. Oh God, <laughs> you know? I know. I'm gonna have to teach this kid how to eat one day. I don't know. I, I spill food right? all the time. I'm like I, I don't know. I just put the food in my mouth and it, I get it down somehow. But use a fork, dumbass. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Could be such a good Shit. mom. <laughs> <sighs> all right, we want to do the. The long, long one, one who wants to take us through poetry with the blade uh, by uh, I will Mo Young. Mo Young. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, um, I will lead the charge if y'all will help back me up. <laughs> all right, okay. all right. And honestly, it's it is. It, it's long, but it's not like very. I don't know. Loaded. You know what I mean? Right. It's <laughs> yeah. It's just there's a couple of sequences of like visions, and that's where I stumble a lot. Oh, is yeah, like when yeah. visions are happening and shit. Uh, but we'll, we'll go through it. So this is Master Yi when he's very young. He's 15. Um, mm. And he is, kind of like the bio said, he is a, he's, an, he's almost like Leona. He's a grade A, he's a, a grade a student. He's exceptionally good at Wuju, but he's also kind of hit, hit a bit of a plateau. It's almost a little embarrassing <laughs> that he's like, I can't, I'm good at everything, but I can't, I can't progress. Um, but he has been set to train with Doran uh, for the day. 
Dorne shows up late and they've got a, a clear sort of like Dorne is very flippant. He doesn't really give a shit about a lot of stuff. He's kind of like, <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm old and I'm a master. And Yi is very straight laced and kind of like high strung, almost impatient a little bit. Uh, but they're going to do their training for the day and their training involves taking a little, a little trip. And Doran gives Yi this big basket of like swords to carry on his back. Um, they do a little bit of mountain climbing. They kind of c- climb up to a little plateau and they kind of take a breather. Uh, Yi, Doran's like sitting there just chilling, right? Just eating some rice cakes. And he's like, this is a fucking waste of time. I'm going to meditate. At least I can meditate while I'm here. I can get something done. Um, he starts meditating and he starts having this weird sort of vision where he's, is this the one where he sees Noxus or is that an, an, another vision? Cause he does it like three times. I think the first one, he I just think, sees his village. Yes. I, I think this yeah. is when he sees like the, the people and whatnot. Yeah. He sees his village and it's and all they turn sort of birds. Yeah. They turn it. Yeah. It's all sort of weird. He sees Doran. Doran but Doran is not like smithing, which, which is what he normally does. He's like gardening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he sees all of his village congregate in this cave and they turn into birds and fly out. And Yi is like, I can't fly with him. I don't know how to fly. I can't fly. Um, and Doran is in this vision kind of interacting with him the whole time. But it's not obviously not Doran as we know. Um, but anyway, he, he pops out of his, his little meditation, right? And they continue their journey on. They go down into a valley that's full of mist. Um, and there's there's spirits that are kind of lurking in the mist. Eventually, the mist clears a bit, and they kind of see that, oh, all throughout this are swords that have been kind of driven into the ground. There's another vision in here at some point. I don't know if it's before or after this. That's the only thing. There's, That's all right. We could say remember. it was now. This is like the Noxus one, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has. He, he does a little bit more. He's Oh, yeah. So he's, they're walking through the mist, and he's not even like trying to meditate when all of a sudden he kind of falls into another vision, and he starts to see. He sees like the immortal bastion over in Noxus. He sees all these Noxian war hosts, and Doran, again, in this vision, is talking to him. And it's like, oh, what do you see here? And it's like, oh, I see strength. Look at how strong all these war bands are, etc. And Doran's like, uh, that's that's your fucking problem. The more you train, the further away you're going to get from your goal. And he Wrong wakes up answer, again. bucko. Wrong I didn't answer. understand that at all. I think Noxus is very strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I guess we'll see. Uh, so they, they eventually get to where they're going, right? They've got the swords all planted in the ground. And what Doran explains is that they take the swords here, they leave them here, and the spirits will bless the swords. And so one day out of the year, the mist kind of clears and you can go down and get your swords. So Doran like, will come every year and plant some swords. He'll harvest the swords he planted, <laughs> much like a farmer or a gardener. Um, and another thing that they do is that every swordsman will write poetry that they kind of, on an amulet or whatever, will kind of attach to their sword. Um, and there's this great little interaction where Doran's just writing just like some old bullshit poetry about like, mm, this duck-ass <laughs> egg tastes yummy. And he's, again, high-strung, like losing his shit. Like, no, poetry needs to be like X and Y. And he's getting really frustrated with Doran. <laughs> I liked this part because Yi insisted poetry should have rhythm and rhyme. And I was like, I felt personally us. attacked by this shit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, so it even comes out that Yi's master, like or like the master head Wuju guy, um, has a sword out here, and Yi goes to kind of read what poem he wrote, and then has another vision, and he sees this fucking crazy vision of like this battle between these awesome giants and these other like these other giants who are Vestayans, and there's a bunch of other like normal sized Vestaya around them, and they have this fucking cool fight where like the Vasaya are turning into like flocks of birds and 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 like foxes and shit and they're all just like <laughs> it's just, it's a cool little little scene um and one of the, these giants kind of turns towards Yi and starts coming towards him and in that moment again Yi is kind of talking with this vision doran he kind of gets to the point of understanding like oh 
I have been having the, the the thing he's been plateauing on is he can't connect to the spirit realm, and you need that to kind of imbue your sword with the actual power of Wuju. And he kind of realizes that like, oh, you know, we're not mages, but we can kind of become like become one with the land and the spirit of the land and imbue that power into our blades, and that's how we do Wuju shit. Um, <laughs> and he's like cutting down mountains and shit with this power and this vision. And he's about to slay this this giant when Doran wakes him up with a splash of water, <laughs> <laughs> and um, they gather up the swords and they they leave. And I guess one thing that had come up too was that uh, Doran had a sword for Yi. He's like, "I hey, one of the swords in there. It's gonna be yours. It's a sharpened blade too." Because they don't know. I guess they use a lot of, like practice swords, and you mm-hmm. have to be like really esteemed to get one that's sharp that can actually you know draw blood. Um, and as they're leaving, Doran's like, "Ah, eh, just leave it." That's going to go to a junior disciple. And he's like, what? What the fuck are you talking about, man? And then Doran, kind of under his breath, is like, eh, it's not even worth... It's it's not, it's not beneath you, kid, at this point. Like, he's in, in the vision, he's become so powerful or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's about it, right? Yeah, no, that was... Yeah, it's good. That was, that was good. Very yeah. long. A lot of vision. <laughs> a lot of things happening that are kind of like metaphor and kind of not literal. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. I, I liked this. I like Doran a lot. I really like the idea of him leaving the swords there um, and like collecting them once a year. The visual of that is really cool. It's almost like mm-hmm. a graveyard of swords. Reminds me of Keyblade Kingdom Graveyard. Hearts. Keyblade anybody? Graveyard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking yeah. nerds. I love Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, my man. It's Hell like yeah. One of my most favorite. Oh no, I'm not a Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> this was very, uh, yeah, very Keyblade graveyard in its <laughs> visual. I'll take y'all. But it is cool, right? It. You got all these swords and like these yeah. giant great swords. And I guess also I didn't mention it, but there's like this circle of like ten really big swords, mm-hmm. like taller than a person type, which mm-hmm. made me think of those pillars at, in the bottom of the Howling Abyss from like Lissandra's stuff. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're not related. But they just—they like that image, I think, of like <laughs> yeah. ten or nine things, you know. Yeah, yeah, I like Yi's personality here too, because I would say he's not like—he—he's a little impatient, but for the most part, I think that he's really keeping it to himself a lot. His impatience, mm-hmm. yeah, more than you would expect from like a fifteen-year-old who sure. wants to learn how to <laughs> sword fight, you know, and who's been told he's like the shit his whole life. Yes, like, <laughs> like everyone's telling him how great he is, and Doran's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Good for yeah. you, man. <laughs> yeah, they have a really like fun dynamic. There's a little yeah. bit very early on where he like recites some like very famous line of poetry to Doran. Mm. Doran's like, "What?" He's like, "Oh, come on! Surely you know the blah 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 blah." blah. And Doran's like, "Who?" He just doesn't give a shit. And they were, yeah, great. they were fun little back and forth. And his I, his idea of poetry was just so great. Like you said, the right. duck egg. He was just like, I have had a duck egg. It tasted really mm. good with this. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like No his war poem. today. <laughs> yeah, no more today. And then he's like, well, they, you know, poetry is just your vibes, man. It's just your feelings. <laughs> there, like I said, I felt, felt a little attacked because as someone who has kind of said, hey, this shit doesn't rhyme. That's not a fucking poem. Like, <laughs> I agree with you. He's got this line where he's like, it's our duty to protect the old ways, and as such, it is my duty to tell you that what you're doing is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny how he was like the stick in the mud, <laughs> even though yes. he was like a teenager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I really like that that whole like the trope of that dynamic with like the the impatient student and like the master teacher who's also like eccentric and like aloof and, and doesn't give a damn type thing. Um mm-hmm. it's 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 very I mean, it's very Miyagi, I guess. Yeah. 
It's very, yeah. very Jiraiya. Very, mm-hmm. uh, Although, it, I was thinking know. a little Iroh. Yeah, uh, Iroh. That's, that's, a, that's a good yeah. vibe. Um, but he he doesn't. He's not a Wuju like master or anything like that, right? Like he's not a sword fighter. No, he's right. a master craftsman. Yeah, yeah. And he's made apparently. Fun fact. Oh. He learned how to craft shit directly from Orn. Oh. Oh. Neat. And that, according to an Orn quote. <laughs> yeah. I like how they mentioned Zon here, which feels like so far away. But Doran was talking about somebody, and he's like, "Oh yeah, he's even been to Zon." And he was like, "What is Zon?" And he's like, "Don't even, uh, don't even ask." <laughs> I was, <laughs> just I was like, looking <laughs> at that, and that's just so funny. He brings it up and then tells him not to ask about it. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just like, how do you explain Zon in the context of like Ionia? It just it's yeah. so foreign. Yeah. No, I like it, frankly. Because that's mm-hmm. something in the bio they talk about a little bit is that Yi, you know, I mean, he's only lived this village his whole life, but he can see there's other places. He's no, he knows there's other places. Yeah. So it makes sense that he would have this curiosity, you know, and, and like you said, that feeling of like, wow, this is so far away from the perspective of this character. Like, it's almost like, again, like Rise trying to explain some, like Shirima, I think, to Brand was like, there's places where there's mm. not snow and there's sand. And it's like, how do you even explain that to somebody? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they, it's, it's a fun little dynamic they've got. So one question, because we mentioned that the swords get kind of imbued with spirit energy, but one of the caveats of this, and one of the reasons more sword masters don't do this, is because if you draw blood with one of those swords, the blessing just disappears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Which is why Dorn was doing it, because he exclusively made swords at the time for Wuju, who never drew blood with their swords. So I'm real curious, like, f- like now, <laughs> now, now that Yi's obviously drawn a whole lot of blood with his <laughs> sword... Um, what's what's the sitch are they cool (laughs) are they cool with ye doing it or i mean i would assume that i don't know yeah they didn't bring that up again it's a really good question if you're going to tell a ye story that would be a good question to answer right yeah him losing the blessing or coming to terms with the spirits who are like understand this is necessary yeah i i was also low-key hoping that this would be the story where ye got his goggles I was kind of hoping oh, that, that like, <laughs> because we saw in the other story, he used his goggles to get into kind of the spirit realm. I thought at the end of the day, a lot of this was going to be, you know, maybe he still wouldn't be able to get in. And then Doran would present him with the goggles. So we'd actually see like, oh, okay, I get it. There's a connection there. But that didn't, that didn't end up happening. I was, no. I was a little bummed about that. <laughs> I like the idea. Yeah. Spooner cell goggles. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Sam Fisher. I like the idea of Doran as like an op- optometrist. He's just like, oh, that's why you're fucking this up. Like, here, here, come on, put these on. Is that better? Perfect. What are the un- Do you see the spirits for? now? Right. Please Which read me better, from biggest to smallest, the spirits over there. <laughs> if you look in this lens, you'll see some sick ass TV shows. <laughs> that's funny. Oh. And uh, a name drop here. We got the those like big Vestaya or like the ancient Vestaya mm. or the uh, Vestaya Ashai Ray. Oh, that fucked me up every the, time uh, I tried to read it in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I think were like the the original Vestaya before you know uh, they met humans basically and mm. had relationships with humans and yeah, I think that came up like way back in like 
Ari. Ari. Maybe. Yeah. Hey, I really want to know more about Vistaya, but we haven't had a... I mean, Ari was the last Vistayan champion I think we had. Yeah. It's going to be a I bit can't before think of we have another one. Up. Maybe, maybe Nidalee will be a Vistayan, or maybe she'll maybe. be some other bullshit. <laughs> Nico, what? <laughs> yeah, I, and the, the little like we, vision at the end of the, these Vistayan fighting those big red-eyed giants i want to know like what the deal is with those giants what are those those? because i couldn't place them um but the the imagery is like genuinely it's it it's it hits like being kind of like epic but not in like a oh man epic fucking leap gamer skills um but like (laughs) they're like calling down like thunder and like lightning and and like whole rivers and, and shit to like fight these giants it's 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 pretty cool yeah, it yeah. was it was and I I definitely want to learn more about like where they came from, where they where they went. Uh I mean cuz they're yeah, they're they're described as fucking massive. Yeah. Like, these seem like they could probably contend with you know the uh the ascended if they were around. Yeah, yeah. or maybe there's a relation. I I would be I, it makes me want to know more about what what is this because it seems like this is some historical battle or event that took place and, and, and the vision is at least seeing it in some way even if maybe it's not like the literal what happened um, but it didn't, it didn't ring any bells for me it's like oh I would like to know more because like the other vision seeing Noxus and stuff that was almost like a portent of the future right so it's like these visions have some grounding in reality and there's also like a little like hint maybe that the Doran in the visions who said he was not Doran may have also been actually Doran because especially in the third vision he's starting to kind of slip a little bit like the the, the facade is cracking and he obviously saw Yi do his crazy bullshit in the vision that's why he's like oh <laughs> that sword's beneath you because you're so fucking oh. powerful you just cut this fucking mountain in half in this vision or some crazy shit you know what I mean well Yi also demonstrated it when he came out of the vision I oh you're he right did, like, yes, that's cut that massive that's sword in half basically mm-hmm. you're right that's right my bad I don't know. Hmm. I um, I don't know if this is like a stupid observation, but I noticed uh, in one of the visions he was seeing a cat, his neighbor's cat, and and someone else's dog. I never thought about like regular animal pets being in <laughs> like anywhere in Runeterra. So I wonder, like, do you think the Vastians have pets? <laughs> or are they just or would that be like, like offensive right <laughs> it's like one of those like pokemon things where like people keep pokemon as pets but then also they'll sometimes have just like a cat that's not a meow it's just a cat <laughs> that's a fair question uh, you know i didn't even think about the Vestian connection maybe Maybe there's maybe there's some connection there because that's like something in that when he sees all the Vestians, a bunch of them, like I said, turned into animals and shit. Like maybe that's supposed to be kind of hinting at what's actually going on, or like what's going on in these visions. <laughs> Those cats and dogs are actually just Vestians in disguise. They're like living it up as a domestic cat. <laughs> well, I was gonna say after after Wuju got attacked by the chemical weapons, that cat became Nidalee and that dog became Rengar. Cannon. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> dog became Rengar. The dog became really? Rengar. Those chemicals really mutated his ass. Uh, huh? Nasus. Nasus, yes. Cannon. The <laughs> <laughs> fuck did he get also, to Shurima? It was a big explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Blasting off again. <laughs> Ye being in 
Wuju for pretty much like his whole life up to until the Noxus attack. Uh, seeing Vestayans outside of Wuju might be pretty confusing to him after yeah. living in Wuju with just regular cats and dogs. <laughs> he comes across Zaya and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> in one of his old bios, he thinks Wukong is just a monkey. I think that's before the science existed as a concept. But he's like, oh, this monkey just keeps coming and imitating me. Like, what? He gets really mad at it. <laughs> and then starts talking. So sure, yeah. Oh. Do you think like he ever went to go pet like a like a dog with Stein and like was like a really big faux pas? <laughs> <laughs> faux pas. Pet it a little bit and said, "Hey, buddy, where's your owner? Where's your owner?" <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Yes. Um, <laughs> you mean my wife? <laughs> my wife. <laughs> I like the idea of a Stein's as like old comedy like sitcoms just full of like <laughs> like a Ronnie Dangerfield type <laughs> now uh he also shows up in two Anthony Birch stories The Monkey Ooh. King and Fast and Dumb oh the bio I didn't read the bio um so there I don't wasn't a for that one. whole lot there uh so basically after being exiled by his people who are the uh Shimon I'm gonna I'm gonna wager a guess at that pronunciation Shimon. Yep. Fuck out. (laughs) After being exiled by them for being a little shit, he uh, he roamed the land having fun. And after being attacked by Noxians and hiding until they left, he realized how much damage they had done to the land. So he went to learn from the great Wuju masters, but only Yi was left. Aw, bummer. After continually failing to best Yi in combat, he sought to become his student. And then after finally, uh, Yi was like, all right, fine. Um, and then he kept asking Yi, like, why don't you leave the village? He's like, I'm not going to tell you. But Wukong was like, if I beat you in a fight, will you tell me? So he's like, all right, fine. And then he managed to do it through trickery and using <sighs> smoke puff plants and all that shit. Using all of his Wukong. in-game abilities. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Yi told him about his past and why he stayed there. And Wukong was like, you know what? I want to protect the Shimon, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and do that. So Yi gave him the honorific title of Wu and a magic staff crafted by Doran. And now they roam the land fighting against injustice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. All right. That's, that's about what I expected was going to be yeah. the case. Yeah. And then we got Fast um, I did and read Dumb. Fast and Dumb. You know? Oh. Nice. Um, like you said, by Anthony Birch, uh, this is a little Wukong color story, uh, but this is kind of what I was like hoping for when the with the bio, where it's it's very, what's going on right now, it's him and Master Yi, and they're out looking for trouble. Um, <laughs> or more, they're out looking to help people, and they have found some bandits who have gotten, they've, they've taken this farmer. Right, they're they're they've got a hold of this farmer, and they're they're being eh, mean, the evil <laughs> bandits, villains. Um, so the whole time, this is all Wukong internally. He's always talking about like, oh, Yi's always telling me I can do it one of two ways. I can go, you know, slow and smart, or fast and dumb, uh, which is very frustrating because Yi is the fastest man I've ever seen in my fucking life. Right, <laughs> he blinks around. It's really frustrating to have him talk to me about being slow. Um, but they're they're observing what's going on with this. They're they're kind of in a brush on the side of the road. Um, Yi's like fast or sort of slow and smart. I will go around and then on my mark we'll we'll attack together, right? Pincer attack. And Wukong, as he's kind of watching, sees one of these bandits pull out this little knife and he's like, Yi won't be able to see this from where he's at. 
fast and dumb so he just jumps in he's like it's a, lucky for me i'm a really good fighter he starts fighting these these bandits off he does take a a thrown blade to the shoulder that he didn't see because he was being fast and dumb <laughs> um, but he does save the farmer's life and he kind of shows up i think after i think wukong just handles him by himself and he kind of shows up at the end and there's a nice little turn where he's like oh great he's gonna fucking yell at me about this shit but he's like man i am really i am really fucking annoyed wukong's <laughs> like yeah yeah i know and, and he's like no i'm annoyed because i hate admitting that i'm wrong like that was the right decision even if it was fast and dumb right and that's kind of they kind of a little bro fist moment at the end <laughs> <laughs> right that's mostly it it's 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 more wukong than than yi but it's i like i would like more stories with these two because i kind of like them together yeah this was a good one for wukong voice too I feel mm-hmm. like Wukong voice was a good choice for Anthony Birch. I was a little disappointed reading the bio. I feel like it doesn't come across strong in the bio. It's not like a, you know, you don't get strong character out of that. But I feel like when you see it through his voice, it comes through a lot better. Yeah, definitely. And then like for the purposes of, of Yi, like I said, I'd like the little turn at the end because it, it would be really easy to have Yi like just be this hard ass who never gives any ground but they've got they're a little more uh amicable like they're friends right and it's nice mm-hmm. to see them act like friends where you can say like oh yeah you made the right decision even if it doesn't necessarily agree with what i've been telling you to do the whole time you know <laughs> so yeah and that's, i want uh, um oh, go for it. i was gonna say i want a 2d side scroller beat em up a la double dragon <laughs> with wukong and mastery <laughs> yeah that'd be good hmm mm. That's all. Golden sword. Sure. I was going to say Streets of Rage, too. That bro fist comment brought me back to the, the frat house of Wuju topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking this frat little. house of Wuju idea. I think right. we got something. Uh, new skin line. <laughs> <laughs> With Karma being like the sorority. Like, who is their, like, their, their, like sister sorority? It's going to be something else in Ionia. We'll figure it out. We'll workshop it. <laughs> Set's in Ionia, right? If it's a sorority, it's yeah. got to be Freljord, right? Well, no, it would still be in Ionia. Oh, I thought. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay, Wait. maybe. It, okay, Jesus. The sister sorority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I gotcha. And yeah, I agree with Set. Set's a really good pick for a. Uh, he's a great pick for that, frankly. <laughs> for the frat, yeah. <laughs> He'll be the rival frat. <laughs> Ooh, that's like the, the yeah, they're like Vistayan the good looking ones who have the more animal money. Animal house, but they're Vistayans. Oh, <laughs> animal house. It's just set in Rakan. <laughs> Great. I'm loving it. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's canon ye. Yeah. 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 So, Tim, like, how'd you feel about Yi overall? I know you didn't catch, like, read through the long story, but, I mean, does it line up with, like, from playing him? Like, does it feel like it lines up, or does it feel really different to you? Playing Yi, I, I can just switch my brain off and get pent up. <laughs> <laughs> like, left and right. Oh. <laughs> I can just face roll. Um, Solid. <laughs> well, I mean, that's basically what he did, like, in his bio with yeah like Knox, it's kind of just switch his brain off and alpha strike left and right <laughs> right um, it is funny because it's like the exact opposite of fast and or like the exact opposite of slow and smart like <laughs> yee's in game is just fast and dumb yeah yep. exactly and that's just really funny um i like how transparent he is with uh 
Wukong and just like he it's the way he's not like concealing anything from Wukong really is creating that really good like sensei and, and student bond mm-hmm. teacher mm-hmm. and student bond that Yi and Wukong can have and I like that yeah it seems like seems like maybe that wasn't initially the case, but some barriers have been broken down. You know, like how a relationship is, where like, oh, you grow to trust somebody, <laughs> and you change his character almost. Maybe that's what I'm liking about this, is that it feels like, oh, we can see a little bit of progress between these two, and I'd like yeah. to see more of them you know, mm-hmm. becoming friends and shit like that. It's nice to have a relationship like this working out, because I feel yeah, like right. that, that they don't become enemies at the end. Yeah, it's not like Rise and Brand or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, mm. overall, I like it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not good coming up with these thoughts on the spot. It's okay. I, know, I, I liked it. I liked the story. I uh, can't wait for the, the, the Wukong episode to come out and learn more about his side. Yeah, yeah. same. Should be good. What's this... going on with him? Yeah, yeah sure. I'm excited. Well, uh, thank you for thank you for joining us today. Uh, yeah. Before we, uh, you know, before we go, did you have any socials or anything you wanted to shout out or anywhere that people um, can find you online? Go to Twitch, the uh, Balanced L E B A L A N C E D. Uh, I rarely ever stream, but I have one <laughs> trophy clip on there that's got like nice. seventeen thousand views. It's really cool. Oh Dang. shit! <laughs> oh shit! It's just like one. Of I those realize those we're like, talking to a celebrity. Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> one of those like rise new to alt combo things. Just, like, oh, oh, nice! That sounds great. Get a penta instantly. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was a great experience. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, thanks for joining. Thanks for joining us. us, man. Yeah. Old. Did we want to jump into some old lore? Yeah, All right. yeah, hit me with it. Sorry, took me a minute. Sorry, right. we're like, no, fuck you. <laughs> All right, we'll skip through <laughs> that then. Cool, 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 cool. All right, so Master Yi, first breath of creation? Or? All right, so um, I actually just have his bio here because it's pretty short. Oh, nice. His original bio. This was actually, I'm pretty sure this was even rewritten before he was released. This is his original bio. Oh, fuck. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw, I read three, and I read one without the League of Legends. Or one before, rather. Yeah, this one is before the League. Uh, Master Yi brings the art of the Wuju style in a way that makes his enemies falter. He is capable of fighting with lightning speed, as well as finding purchase behind the defenses of an enemy's armor. He can call on his inner fortitude, regenerating at an accelerated rate. Calling upon ancient forces, Master Yi can fold space, appearing behind enemy after enemy. He's even able to reject magic, rendering it useless against him. Master Yi himself has studied the arts of Wuju for more than a thousand years. <laughs> he is the oldest known living human on Valorant. <laughs> but to gaze upon him, you would guess him no more than 30 years old. Oh, the art of Wuju lives on in Master Yi and has plunged through the hearts of his foes. Dope. Why was he so old? I don't know. I did love it, though. When I was seeing that, I was like, oh, awesome. They used to just love, I say used to, they love making people fucking old. Kale used to be like thousands of years old and all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. Nico, stop trying to climb the wall. You can't do it, man. <laughs> What's funny about that old bio is like how much it tries to talk about what he can do in game. Right. Mm. That's mostly what it's what it's like, hey, here's his abilities in a, a paragraph. They, they yeah. just really wanted to sell his kit. 
<laughs> I guess he kind of had to back then, right? <laughs> um, yeah, he also showed up in three episodes of the Journal of Justice, or issues. Uh, first one's issue 10, where he just joins Ionia for the rematch of the Trial of the Isle. Okay. Did he even join? I thought it was just that he was volunteering because he wasn't yeah. in the actual match <laughs> yeah he said he would join but then nobody wanted him <laughs> he's just too damn old yeah. he's just too darn old we don't want no the... thousand year olds in our match and you look 30 like... Ugh, disgusting <laughs> i like Ancient. the idea of it being like picking dodgeball teams and he's just like left alone like, i don't want you you take him i don't uh. want you <laughs> fight for noxus you <laughs> oh okay uh, now he shows up in issue 14 in the mail of justice where really got into that one. <laughs> someone asks if master Yi has any comments following the liberation of Ionia and he says uh, the path to enlightenment is littered with trials and it is in these times when we may discover who we truly are to a warrior however relief is an emotion as distracting as panic Noxian or otherwise the forces we now face have ebbed out just as the tide they will flow again Wow. It's deep, man. Yeah, riveting stuff -y. Thank you. Yeah. And then issue 25, <laughs> the mailbag of justice. Uh, someone asks if Master Yi will ever take an apprentice to pass on the Wuju teaching. He says, I suppose it will not remain a secret forever. The tenets of Wuju dictate that a master must not seek an apprentice. Rather, the apprentice must come to the master. As the last disciple of the Wuju style, I struggled with this tenet for many years, but patience has served me well. My apprentice has come to me. Wuju will live on. Whoa. Was this no, no like idea who the apprentice was? Right. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't check like the dates. <laughs> <laughs> was this supposed to be like a a, 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 a hint teaser of Wukong? about Wukong? Was yeah, this, like, I think it when was. Wukong was being actively released, or like? <laughs> yeah, they didn't. I assume they would have like mentioned him specifically if he was out my guess is that it was like a teaser yeah but mm -hmm. interesting hmm. yeah and that that looking at that old lore stuff especially like that that little mailbag one he he reads very much like a leeson type where mm -hmm. like yeah he's just like you know platitude sword, platitude yeah platitude. Type, you know <laughs> yeah now he also shows up in Five cinematics. Oh, jeez. I feel like it's been a while since he's been in one. It has. Mm. But he shows up in the League of Legends Clash of Fates trailer. <laughs> he's swinging his sword around when the announcer says, heroes come in many forms, some have grace. And then they show Master Yi <laughs> and then he going falls. all swooshy swoosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he was also in the Welcome to League of Legends cinematic, uh, where Master Yi is dueling with Katarina, until Warwick joins Cat and it turns into a 2v1. Mm. Then Ash shoots an ult from the brush and Rise runs by and throws Master Yi at the frozen Warwick to kill him. <laughs> Rise throws him? Yep, he just like picks him yep. up by the arm and he tosses him and then Yi lands with like a strike on top <laughs> yeah, of Warwick. Yeah, he does like this big overhand. <laughs> yeah. Why did he need a man to throw him? <laughs> you know, sometimes it just helps to have a man to throw you. Because <laughs> he used to have fucking swords on his feet, okay? The ships were heavy. <laughs> Thinking about Arrested Development, what was like the uncle who, like, he had the big guy carry him around everywhere because he didn't want to use a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. he, had people, he had the guy throw him at people. I forget what he called it though. 
Oh, shoot me, I think he would say. He would say, shoot me. <laughs> anyway, I thought this was interesting because, I mean, this is kind of how Rise alt works now. So I feel like maybe they were just fortune tellers back then. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say Master Eagle. I mean, yeah, no, I he guess, teleports yeah. them. They just whip them. <laughs> we, we don't know how the magic works. <laughs> Oh, now, man. he's also part of a cinematic that was a blooper reel to this cinematic, where during this fight where Master Yi's fighting Katarina, he's instead using his goggles to zoom in on her boobies <gasps> mid-fight. Ew! Disgusting. Then she uh, kicks him in the nuts. And uh, That is some early 2000s humor right yeah. there, Ryan. You, you know it's good if it would have made a great segment on the uh, Ow My Ball show from Idiocracy. <laughs> That's how you know you've got a quality <laughs> quality content on your hand. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Frat Master Yi, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, Fraster Yi. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Mark just shot that down. Uh, right. I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, what is the... Is there like a Roman numeral for Y? Probably. Um, Man, we could just make it Zed, and, and Zed could be the head of the house. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll build out this whole this whole fraternity system. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll really dig into the logistics. Right. No, we yeah. won't. <laughs> You're going to forget about this tomorrow. I already forgot about it. (laughs) Uh, And then in the Mac client video, we see Yi's goggles and sword. Wow. So that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, we got a twofer (laughs) on that one. A twofer the Mac client? (laughs) (laughs) Unlike the Rise cinematic, where we just get a sword. Yeah. Mm. I think that's why he's not in cinematics anymore, is because Riot realizes that that design with those goggles just mm, nope (laughs) he's just too goofy looking yeah now we have a few quotes that i have written down here Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is one of them observe it is not shit i'm hoping for some backstory on that (laughs) the uh the goggles just for reading and i will take an eye as if i don't have enough already um and also that project ye taunting basic ye and saying those goggles are absurd (laughs) (laughs) all all quotes that poke fun at how such a ridiculously complex device doesn't seem to have any special use for him at all yeah uh the key to immortality not dying it's a highlander reference much like his uh old highlander (laughs) oh okay I knew. I remember the old was called Highlander. I mean, I've never seen Highlander. To be honest with you, I know y'all have have seen a few of them. Yes, for the pot, other <laughs> podcast, precisely yeah. two. <laughs> We've seen two. It was fine. Two more than me. <laughs> and his, uh, he's got a quote that says, "Shh, I'm meditating." But Project Ye says, "Shh, I'm recalibrating." Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, I like you know, it. That's fun. <laughs> 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 Any final thoughts before we move to AUs? I don't think so. There's like mm. kind of more here than I expected, but um, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't feeling as like moved as like the Darius. Yeah, <laughs> you know? for sure. Yeah. Uh, honestly, we were 
I know we mentioned we've been like doubling up recording some weeks. Mm. Master Yi was one of the ones that we were thinking about like, ah, oh, we can we can double up. Yeah. There's probably nothing on Master Yi. There was a surprising yeah, there <laughs> amount was way more. of Master Yi lore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm glad we didn't um, double up on this one. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I think there's I think there's a lot of potential with him and the in Wukong. I think that's what they've they got a fun little yeah. little pairing. Um, I'd like Riot to do more with them. Like I said, beat him up, make it fucking ship it come on do it right um yeah it's not the, it's it's certainly not anything like a darius type or like some of the other ones that we've really liked it doesn't like get there um but it's not bad i think it's just yeah it's kind of like he's in a rough position like i've said it a couple times now like that he was just like he was kind of this original little archetype of like the lone swordsman and yeah there are so many other people like like yasuo i think is going to really step on that when we get to him mm. you know he's gonna really kind of take up a lot of that real estate and it's like <laughs> mm, it's a shame that riot can't like do more with these these types of characters almost yeah, I feel like, like, a, we're like a, different things a swordsman can have friends and family that's alive riot like they yeah. don't have to be <laughs> from a village that's been destroyed i think that's why I they're giving all their lot, swordsmen their lone swordsman friends now <laughs> <laughs> They just need to have, oh. like, a lone swordsman, like, support group. And then they'll all be buddies. <laughs> I love that. They're all sitting around. <laughs> My village was destroyed by... Yes, we've all had our villages destroyed by... <laughs> it's reminding me of that scene from Wreck-It Ralph where, right? like, all the villains yeah. get together. <laughs> I, w- I would love that. Someone make a comic of that or some shit, please. <sighs> great. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. All right. Oh, his well, his VO is is Mika Mika Berman. I don't know how to pronounce the first name. That's in his fun facts. Oh, I'm sorry, sure. you're right. Fuck. Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cut cool. It, cut it's cut fine. It. No, it's fine. It's fine. I don't even. I'm not even mad. You just do it out of order. <laughs> right. Jesus Fuck it. All right. Do the AUs. I got pee. I'll pronounce it differently. <laughs> then it'll be like a new fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pronounce his name wrong. Feel like uh, so AU's, he's actually, I mean, Master Yu's got a ton of skins, but he also has a ton that do not have AU shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say probably about half of them have no lore associated with them. They're so old. Yeah. But the other half, we got Headhunter, set in a dystopian future where high-tech alien predators roam free, and each champion is equipped with a state-of-the-art hunting gear. For some species, the hunt is more than mere sport. It possesses their minds and bodies, molding them into a race of perfect killing machines. <laughs> this one's Headhunter Master Yi. Hunters use many tools. The bowgun, the rifle, the knife, the mind. <laughs> Master Yi's tool of choice is a five-foot-long serrated blade forged from meteoric alloy. It's a long fucking sword, man. It's a long sword. This Not is... quite Sephiroth long, but it's still long. This is Master Yi, but his eyes are purple instead of yellow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we've got Project. Among the megastructures and packed streets of a future controlled by global corporations, a shadow war rages between rebellious augmented humans and newly empowered artificial beings. The winners will shape the course of history, and the losers will be forced to evolve. This one's Project Yi. <laughs> Surprise. One of the first concepts, Yi was held by Project for extensive experimentation and then finally freed by the genetic rebels. 
His psyche may still contain some glitches, but his experimental hyperlight alpha blade serves the resistance with its precision balance. And this one's got a little cinematic associated with it called Overdrive, where we actually get to see the genetic rebels freeing Master Yi. They got Fiora and Lucian who free him from the project facility, and then the three of them fight Project Zed, and it's cool. <laughs> Very cool. This is a very cool little cinematic, and I like the little, the kind of glitch thing that you kind of mentioned there, kind of showcasing in this cinematic is a neat, yeah. it's a neat, it's a neat thing. All right, for that last one, I was accidentally looking at Assassin Master Yi and not Headhunter Master Yi. Oh, oh, oh. He does look different. His head thing is weird. Yeah, he's got the little to, tail on the back of it. Yeah. To be and honest, sword like... Is very big. I I, I I knew exactly what skin you were talking about with the purple eyes, and I was like, oh yeah, that's Headhunter Master Yi. That's exactly what that's like. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Headhunter before. Hmm. Hmm. Well, like you said, he's got a lot. He does. <laughs> uh, and next up, we have Event Horizon. In the vast darkness of space are born terrible, beautiful things. Cosmic creatures of sublime love and the unknowable monstrosities of the Dark Star. These are the children of silent gods. And they are finally coming home. <laughs> You're so dramatic with this one every time. The last one was pretty dramatic, too, though. This one's Cosmic Blade Yi. Gliding effortlessly from star to star, Yi flashes through the night sky with celestial grace, his blade arcing with crystalline precision through the fabric of the universe itself. This one also has a short story associated. I was going to say associated. thought it would be a hip, a hip shortening, but right, Tom, mid, midway through it, I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the eject cord on that one. Apps and zerts. This one's called the Ambitions Embrace. Big meat. Which uh, is this? This whole story. St- <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> Oh my god, I had a mouthful of water for big meat. I was gonna say big meeting, but then like the way I was saying it, I changed my mind halfway through and ended it in an opportune spot. <laughs> thinking about things and then changing your mind just say that no you made the right call you made the right decision on that one (laughs) i want that all right we're gonna have to pull you saying that and then when you're streaming and someone subs on twitch it's just you saying (laughs) but god that's brilliant (laughs) you gotta pull it pull that all right (laughs) fuck so this is, a, this is a big meeting where the Celestial Court decides to send Lux to defeat Thresh, which uh, yeah. which was a big mistake, huge, um, and Yi is the first one to show up to the meeting, but he does not add much to it. Okay. And that's that Very story. Punctual. Did he bring his big meat? Or? <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun fact about him in this AU. Comically big meat. <laughs> Five foot long meat. <laughs> Serrated. Serrated. God. <laughs> Y'all are nasty. Uh, um, we got a. Uh, next up, we got a mortal journey. Okay. 
This one's kind of nice. Yeah. Long ago, in an ancient land, many souls gathered beneath the gods to test the limits of their power. Foolish and arrogant, brave and just, their journeys are written into the immortal pages of history. And this one's Eternal Sword Yi. A pupil of a famous martial arts school, Yi has dedicated his life to the purity and art of combat. And yet, in his heart, he knows he's worthy of the fabled Sword of Jade and a power beyond mere mortality. And this is actually an interesting uh, skin where if you go to the microsite where the skin was initially released, there's a second lore blurb there. Oh. oh the okay. master swordsman spent years wandering in search of the sacred sword, pushing ever closer to its secrets. He is a petal falling from the sky, his path shaped by the winds of fate. Oh. That's, that sounds really Yasuo. Right? <laughs> it does. This skin looks very Yasuo, too. One thing I really love about it is he's, like, pointing, like, aiming something, and a bunch of swords are just flying at where he's pointing. Like, his Does he do weapon. that in-game with it? <laughs> also, there's, like, his little eye mask. Do you see the little lights in yeah. front of it? Uh, I have some fun facts about that one later, actually. Ooh, okay. Okay, mm. okay. So there's a short story, kind of, for this one. It's called Where the Heavens Touch the Earth which is basically just a poem about the sacred sword and the individuals that it calls to. And Yi's never actually mentioned by name here. The poem just kind of talks about, you know, there are people summoned by the fates to seek the sword. And, you know, Yi's one of them. So what you're saying is Yi would not appreciate this poetry, or would he? Um, You know, is it is poem? structured. It's not a Doran poem. It doesn't <laughs> rhyme, but it, it, it seemed... There was form to it. Okay, sure. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I think if there's rhythm to it, that's yeah. Fine. All right, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Blood Moon. An ancient cult seeking irresistible power surfaces on nights of the Blood Moon to perform profane esoteric rites, merging their flesh with demonic spirits and becoming one with an ever greater darkness. This one's Blood Moon Master Yi. The cultists of the Blood Moon have begun a dread metamorphosis, as the boundary between the demon realm and the human world is rapidly erased. Yi is among those first blessed by this new darkness, the demon within his blade arm, driving him to ever greater spectacles of violence. That sounds like Cain a little bit. Right? Mm, yeah. He's got real long nails in this one. I, does, he, does he have a demon arm? I, I like... Most of these skins, I just don't know what the fuck they look like, to be honest with you. I'm not, I, mean, I don't have them I don't up. Know. I feel like the the term blade, the term blade arm, demon arm. I thought it's like he had a demon in his blade arm, but maybe the this demon is like he has within his blade arm. Oh, yeah. That's still. A I was kind of still after reading it. I was like looking at the skin, and I was like, oh shit, is his arm a blade? But no, no, that's just what you call your dominant hand <laughs> yeah I that's guess what that's i fair. call it <laughs> I, I call my I'm, blade arm <laughs> i'm not right-handed i've just got a right blade arm a right blade arm <laughs> everyone's very disappointed when they meet me for the first time like, oh that's not a blade arm <laughs> wanted to see the blade arm huh? <laughs> uh and we got psyops the crown jewel of military black ops the psyops unit are an elite team of psychic soldiers deployed against rogue militaries and supernatural threats officially they don't exist but when conventional warfare won't cut it and the stakes are no less than the fate of the world <gasps> psyops answers the call <laughs> so in psyops master yi 
a legendary psychic swordsman and elite leader of the PsyOps unit. Yi is calm, professional, and always gets the job done, making him a terrifying boogeyman among the rogue militaries, and a target for those harboring resentments towards the global war machine. And this one has a cinematic called Operation Songbird, where uh, Sona has been captured, and Vi, Shen, Master Yi, and Ezreal break her out. And we find out that Master Yi's alias is The Bladesman, his specialization is weapons expert, and his threat level is 10. Midnight. <laughs> right, throw an office reference in there. Sure. You made it all episode. Yeah, I get one. <laughs> uh, but interestingly, that is the same threat level as everyone else on the mission, except for Ezreal, who is threat level 9. Oh, yeah. Like a big I do remember chump. that, yeah. <laughs> we got Crime City Nightmare. In a city where drink is cheap and life is cheaper, eldritch horrors lurk in the shadows, preying upon mankind's greed and envy. Backroom black markets have given rise to elixirs, a valuable magical export whose production spells money and influence should any gang find a way to corner the market. Vying for control with the help of twisted, unearthly terrors, enforcers, mob bosses, and cronies alike invite unknowable corruption in for a chance at true power. This one's Debonair Master Yi. Uh, and it's another one where all those cool elements will not be uh, <laughs> present in this skin. Uh, a powerful businessman, a few words, often seen staring down on his strip from the comfort of posh presidential suites. Despite his cold demeanor, Yi enjoys the finer things in life and demands only the finest fits for his world-famous evening attire. Hmm. Oh, uh, cool. Very, yeah. very eldritch. <laughs> very eldritch. <laughs> I feel that horror. This isn't... This isn't even like one that they grandfathered in. This is like an actual one they made for this. When yeah, they had this the idea. A new one. Yeah. They couldn't have said like, and also he's got crazy weird like potions or I don't know, something right. in there. His sword has Cthulhu in it. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got Snowdown Showdown, which is Snowman Master Yi. <laughs> a humble snowman brought to life by the magic of the Poro King. Yi strives to become the most gallant knight in all the land. And with the imminent invasion of Ice King Twitch, he might just get his chance. This one's cute. I don't think I've seen this one, really. Yeah. He's yeah. got a big frozen carrot for a sword. <laughs> <laughs> this is real nice. Yeah. And this has a little cinematic attached to it, too, called The Day Before Snowdown, where uh, Ice King Twitch is going to invade, so the Poro King sends Nico to gather some help. She recruits Yi first, uh, then Princess Soraka, then Prince Mundo, and then the four fight King Twitch, uh, but then somehow turn the foe into a friend. And the Poro King says that was the plan the whole time. And Soraka's like, well, why did you have us fight him at all then? <laughs> and he doesn't want to answer that question. <laughs> and then she's like, and also why is KDA Akali here for some reason? And then KDA Akali's in the corner doing a little dance. And then he says, ooh, time for me to be hitting the old dusty rut and disappears. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, final skin AU, we got Dragon Mancers. And this is a Wild Rift skin. Yes, it is. Oh. Uh, majestic dragons dwell in remote places of wild beauty, avoiding mortal affairs outside of rarely bestowing their gifts on only a select few. The Dragon Mancers are those fortunate and powerful enough to have gained the ultimate blessing. Whether they then use that for good or evil is up to them, and anyone strong enough to stop them. This one, Zephyr Dragon Master Yi. 
Granted his powers by the great dragon of the mists, Zephyr Dragon Yi believes virtue can only be maintained by passing through the mists, striving for excellence, mastery, and wisdom in a battle against complacency, assumptions, and delusions. Though thoughtful and calm, Master Yi is always clear in his purpose and certain of the outcome. Hmm. It's just, you know, cool. just Yi lore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dragon. <laughs> it's like at least in in that a little bit. <clears throat> All right, fun fact time. Yeah, let's go. All right. First, did you know that Master Yi is voiced by <laughs> Misha Berman? Oh, who, fuck, uh, no. also voiced pre-work fiddlesticks? Oh, I had damn. no idea. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, Project Yi and Zephyr Dragon Master Yi are voiced by Greg Chun. Hmm. Uh, actually, this I learned this one. I didn't actually know this fact. Uh, Wuju Style was named after two Riot Games employees, Andy Wu and Jeff Chu. Oh. oh I didn't know that either. Yeah, I wonder where they got that, that name from. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. I was like, I always just assumed it was just kind of like a slight variation of like Woohoo Village from Final Fantasy VII. Oh. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. But yeah, that makes sense. Uh, during development, he was called Saito, which is the name of many anime swordsmen from uh, Hajima Saito from Rurouni Kenshin to Saito Hidaga from uh, Zero no Sukaima. Mm. Very popular swordsman name. <laughs> sure. It's got a nice ring to it. Hmm. Uh, Master Yi's name is a play on the word Master Yi. Master Yi, you mean? <laughs> or maybe it's just so similar. I said Master Yi. No, you said Master Yi. <laughs> you literally just said Master Yi is a play on the word Master Yi. <laughs> That's just what it sounded like to the naked ear. Yep. <laughs> You've got to clothe your ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perverts, come on. <laughs> Uh, Master Yi is the champion with the highest base movement speed in game at 355. Why? Get the fuck out of here. I did not know that. Who needs to be faster? <laughs> uh, and his recall animation references uh, Junpai Yori's victory pose from Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Wow, what a cut. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> and his dance references Running Man. Although interesting fact about this is that the more total movement speed he has... The faster he dances. Ah. I did know that actually. It's, uh, that fun. is fun though. Uh, his old dance used to be Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> that had a moment, y'all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had part of the dance and Katarina had the other part. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. What's her dance now? Well, I don't remember. Whatever. I oh, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because all I can picture is just her doing the, mm-hmm. the little side to side or whatever. <laughs> Let's see. Um, we mentioned kind of like Highlander, uh, the the references to the Highlander movie, but the cooldown reset mechanic could also be a reference to like the quickening from Highlander. I don't I don't know what that is. I don't even remember what that is. <laughs> Does it make it so that Highlander's cooldowns get reduced when he gets takedowns? <laughs> it see, does. See, you have this problem that I had was thinking that Highlanders are much cooler than they actually are in the movie. <laughs> oh, no, that's disappointing. <laughs> Because I didn't think they were that cool to begin with in, in concept, but they're less cool than you think. Great, awesome! I'm really excited to real watch Highlander now. <laughs> uh, a functional real life replica of Master Yi's uh, Highlander ring sword was crafted in an episode of the YouTube series Man at Arms Reforged. Mm. 
They've done a bunch of weapons, and they've been all very cool. Uh, Assassin Master Yi, speaking of which, is among the only three skins in the game priced at 390 RP, making it the cheapest ones available. <laughs> uh, the others are Golden Alistar and White Mage Vagar. Yeah. Mm. I would have thought a Kinnon skin would earn yeah, that. Uh, How dare you? Sure. You <laughs> know what? That's they've offensive. hidden those skins away and they pretend they don't <laughs> exist. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> fair point. Uh, Chosen Master Yi shares the Star Wars theme with Forsaken Jace, and both were released on May 4th and sold for 54% off. Mm-hmm. I don't get the 54 thing, but everything else I get. Also May 4th, but you know. You know, oh, five, oh wow okay i'm just uh, an idiot you have to excuse me <laughs> uh project yee's uh pro- yeah project Yi. his dance references have a nice day by world order which i had never heard of so no. i had to look up the side-by-side comparison and it's pretty cool what is it it's like a um i mean it's like a music video uh but it's one of those ones that has like the the super um, kind of like a kind of like a boy band type mm. dance number. Except mm. It's not a boy band. Mm. Okay. Oh, okay. It's so like super choreographed. Yeah. Type something or other. Okay. Kind of like, uh, you know, Gangnam style, kind of almost. Mm. Gotcha. Um, and finally, Eternal Sword Yi is the first skin where Yi's face has been revealed. Mm. Uh, that was the first time we get to see his face in any media, and it even preceded the artwork of Homecoming, which is oh, kind of the second yeah. place where we see his face. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and it was actually in uh, in Homecoming, we find out that Master Yi has the same forehead markings as the Eternal Sword Yi. Oh, okay. Oh, they have he? like a... Yeah, they have like the the paintings on the forehead and in the skin and in the homecoming hmm. short story. Interesting. Okay. And as I you mentioned, that detail in the story, even frankly. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. As you mentioned, he has those seven sparks of light in front of his face in the shape of his little goggles. His little goggles. His little goggly goggles. <laughs> <laughs> and those are my uh, fun master Yi facts. I hope you enjoyed them and found them fun. They were so fun. Very fun. All right. Any final ye thoughts? Finally, nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. Yeet. I got nothing. All right. You're both done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tapped. Tapped out. <laughs> that was Master Yi. Thank you for listening. We are on Twitter at Loreheads. We also have a Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Loreheads. Um, we stream League on Saturdays and John does TFT on Mondays. We post these on YouTube, and John also has some fun parodies there. And we have a Discord. It's linked in the description of this episode, and it's also pinned on our Twitter. We have a Patreon as well. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. John's not ready. And a special thank you (laughs) to our... Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, no, I'm not logged in. (laughs) Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, I got this. Wait, just just give me a moment here. Oh, Jiminy Cricket. This episode's going real smooth. This, I like, know. No, oh, my no God. And a special thank you <laughs> <laughs> to our Medarda tier patrons. 
obviously Tiv, <laughs> uh, Jeremy Rich, King of Hearts, Mylect, and Shupa Mustache. Shupa Mustache. If you were being attacked by Noxus and I was a Wuju swordsman, mm-hmm. I would also give up my village to save you. Oh my god, I would be in that village, Don. No, you would have learned how to sword fight and you oh, would yeah? join me in have, the fight. Have you met me? <laughs> That's the way the cookie crumbles. You know, enjoy being trapped in vines as a spirit. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, I'm going to go be sad on the couch now, knowing John would sacrifice me for the Madarda tier patrons, but that's okay. I mean, if you become a Madarda tier patron, <laughs> it's, yeah. give, me, give me money. The hard sell right there. <laughs> The thing is, I'm a, I'm a housewife, so it would still be your money. <laughs> it's the principle of the thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, join us next week when we'll have another lore-heavy champion where we talk about the bounty hunter, Misfortune. <sighs> Jesus.